welcome to day two of Tracks at the Great Escape. Your voice is a little hoarse there, Tim. Cheers, mate. <laughs> it's bizarre because actually it was a a well-behaved day where I was in bed at a reasonable time, so mm. I'm a bit dismayed by the fact that I'm a bit um, throaty today. Yeah, I'm actually a bit surprised. Yeah, because we have very important things to do. <laughs> So it's Friday, the 20th of May. Yeah. As you say, we're the midday of The Great Escape. Mm. But more importantly, for this section of the show, we have just had day one. We've experienced it. The Great Escape has happened a bit. Yeah. Yeah. A third in. A third in. How was your first day? It was, um, overall a very good day. Yes. Personally... Personally, I could have um, managed it a bit better. Yeah. But in terms of the day itself, the festival, the music, it was uh, actually one of my best experiences so far. Um, con- considering that <laughs> it I was have my been best before. day so far at the Great Escape. <laughs> I have been before, and yeah, that was. Uh, I feel like we got to see a lot of stuff. And, yeah. Um, Often at the Great Escape, because it's in town, mm. you can be easily distracted by the bright lights of Brighton's pubs mm. and um, end up not seeing as much music as you like. Things can kind of snowball out of control. But actually yesterday, with the exception of having lunch and a little break where there wasn't really any, anything that we wanted to see, so we had a beer in mm. the sun, uh, we were pretty much solidly seeing artists from dawn till dusk. Yeah. And after dusk <laughs> at night. <laughs> in the dark. Uh yeah, it was good. So we started out yeah. with a trip up the pier. So while this was happening, we did a bit of a field recording, mm-hmm. our first time. A debut for us. And I don't think we've heard back to it, so... No, it's like, it could be good Apologies or it could be bad. if you just hear waves and, yeah. but, you know, wave after that'll wave. take you there. Uh, this is us. Uh, so... What has just happened is we've been and collected our wristbands. That was nice. The nice yes. blue fabric. <laughs> uh, we met Lizzie. Say hello, Lizzie. Hiya. You need to be louder than that. That's fine. That'll pick up. <laughs> um, you saying don't put that in is definitely going in. <laughs> um, then Harry wanted to get. One can of beer. I've got to get some bevies, mate. Alright? Uh, the pursuit of one can of beer was unsuccessful. He bought four instead. <laughs> to mine and Lizzie's bemusement. We then proceeded to head to... I then to... gave them two, so everything is fine. We then proceeded to head to Horatio's for um, the parrots kicking off the Great Escape. But weren't allowed on the pier because of the beers Harry has bought. <laughs> because it's half twelve on a Thursday lunchtime. It's too early apparently. It's too early for us. It's too early for us. <laughs> I don't know where he's from. He's kind either South African or New Zealand, so. Really? They're basically yeah. the same. It's a bit like that Hawaiian area, isn't it? Uh, New Zealand, I'd say, if anything. Yeah. Samoan. Samoan. We met a Samoan man. <laughs> he told us no. So we were ejected from the pier and now we're stood next to the pier. Um, Trying to drink What's these the drinks. Twenty-five minutes till the parrots are on. I'm getting anxious. I'm not anxious. 
but I'm just, you know, that's, that's just me. <laughs> I flow. Just not an anxious kind of guy. So, yeah. Peace out. So that happened. We went and stood by the edge of the pier. Yeah, while we drank our drinks. <laughs> like naughty school boys not allowed in yet. Yeah. Which, I mean, I realised so far, the story of our day, it does not reflect particularly well on us. <laughs> Um, that's just what you get though with the festival starting so early in within society still running yeah um, it's you're, you're going to get that kind of thing yeah it's a weird overlap of worlds when you go to Reading or something the rest of the world doesn't need to know what's happening in there here no. this, the edges are seeping into each other mm. and both people are it's like for people who have been to Reading when you leave the Reading site and go to Tesco's and there's some normal shoppers who have just walked into absolute chaos without realising it, where the fruit aisle has been replaced by crates of beer. And they're just like, what is happening here? <laughs> the whole of Brighton is a Reading Tesco's yeah. on a bank holiday August weekend. Um, but eventually we did get onto the pier and all the way to Horatio's. Which is right at the end. Yeah. Which I'd never been to. And again we got rejected. Yeah. Because the parents had postponed their set. Yeah, to four o'clock. Which is very annoying. Uh, mm. Note to Great Escape organisers, put a sign at the beginning of the pier, then we'd all know, we wouldn't have all had to track down, through an arcade. Yeah. It would have been much nicer. You, you've got a cut out thing of Happy Birthday, the Queen, on there, so you could yeah. have just whacked it on her face. <laughs> Here she is. The Tory. Shut up. <laughs> so on we went to the Bright Helm. Yeah, was next for yeah. quite a trek. Oh, yeah. it, especially as we didn't know where it was. <laughs> yeah, that did not help. There's a few Bright Helms in Brighton, <laughs> yeah. but we got there. We did, and much nicer venue. Mm. Excellent venue, I'm going to say. Yeah. Nice space, nice size. A nice space and size. Height. Kind of, um, like we said, school hall kind of vibe. But a good school hall. A very nice school hall. Yeah. One of the best school halls. And a school hall with a bar. Yeah. So that made a difference. I didn't actually get a drink, but excellent waiting times at the bar, so that's another shout out to the Bright Hill. (laughs) Five out of five for waiting times. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We are... In, even if we don't put it all on the podcast, we are mentally scoring each venue. <laughs> so the Bright Helm, I liked it. It's getting at least a four out of five. I get four me. because uh, they, um, we saw Tough Love there. Yeah. There was a nice height to the stage, also. Just yeah. while we're reviewing. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had a little bit of a sound thing at the beginning. It was um, a little muffled. I thought her vocal was a little quiet. Yeah, it was. And a it bit... took them at least three or four songs to kind of fix that yeah it was a bit strange it didn't quite um, like you say the, the vocals seemed a bit quiet I know Tough Love's uh, aesthetic is a little bit fuzzy mm. but it did sound really quite fuzzy for a little bit and it, I, it felt a bit awkward to watch um, in a sense of we I can't hear you and obviously this isn't what you're usually like yeah they were spectacularly. They were spectacularly relaxed about the whole thing, though. I felt yeah. watching them like it was just them in their bedroom. So oh, yeah, that was nice. Yeah, they were great. Downside, we've played Tough Love previously on the show. Yeah, and we played the song, my favourite song of theirs, 
sweet discontent, and they didn't play it, which mm. was a real frustration for me. It was on to Weatherspoons after that, of yeah. course. But Big I'm, old chilli dog. <laughs> but a pub lunch. I surprised everyone at the table by ordering gammon and egg. Gammon and eggs. <laughs> and then that, that filled us up for the rest of the day anyway. It did, yeah. I Fueled us. I didn't eat again. I, oh, until I didn't eat until this morning. I had the... No, I had a quite uh, hilarious uh, moment where I realised how old and boring I've become. <laughs> I got... So this is the first day of a festival. I got home uh, about... 12, quarter past 12, so relatively early. Mm. And bear in mind that normally these kind of nights should end at like four o'clock with a kebab in my hand. I came home and ate some uh, stuffed peppers. <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> oh. And very nice liberty. Made by my own fair hands. You stuffed them yourself? I'd, I'd made them for dinner the day before. And there was two left over in the fridge, and I thought, mmm, well yummy. Done. Well done, you posh trap. <laughs> <laughs> so next, we returned to the pier uh, for our second attempt at seeing the parrots, and it was fully worth the two journeys. Blimey, yeah. I, fit, I, was, uh, I was blown away. They came well, Even when they were setting up and sound checking, I was looking at them and I was thinking... These are the guys. They are going to... Pretty cool looking. Yeah. And then they start playing. Yeah. I, I couldn't I couldn't decide which member of the band... There's a, they're a three-piece. They're, all, they're from Madrid. I couldn't mm. decide which member of the band I liked looking at more. They were all <laughs> just brilliant and interesting and hilarious. Ringo Starr on drums. Spanish Ringo Starr. Yeah. He was good. Um, then we had, like, uh, a bit of a Sideshow Bob lead singer. Yeah. And a Mario, kind of. Yeah, who looks very much like one of my cousins. Really? Well, uh, but he's very—he's much younger. But he looks like that's what he will grow into if he grows <laughs> a moustache. Two good moustaches in the band. Yeah, one likes a moustache. And they were absolutely fantastic. They very powerful, very um, energetic. Yeah, I mean they feel it's quite a big stage that, and they more than filled it. Yeah, they were bouncing. One of the liveliest around. bands we saw. Well, Easily. the li- liveliest band. In terms saw. of performance, they set the bar. I, I mean, that was easily my favourite set of yesterday. I thought they were, I thought they were unbelievable. Yeah. And I know not all. I was watching it. and I was thinking it's obviously not all music uh, lends itself to that kind of performance. You know, Tough Love singing their songs while performing like that wouldn't really work. But at the same time, I was watching it thinking, why isn't all music like this? This mm-hmm. is so fun, right? It's more exciting to... It gets you more excited. Yeah. I, I honestly thought throughout the day, I fancy seeing someone a bit more... with a bit more danceability or yeah. something. Um, not that it takes away from any bands that don't kind of offer that, but yeah. that's just how I felt. After that, I, I needed to go on to something else that was a bit like that. Yeah, they were Yeah, they were brilliant. They had us dancing. They were throwing out free cassette tapes. Yeah, for no one who has a cassette tape <laughs> yeah. player. Yeah. But we took them anyway. Yeah. Um, and the lead singer eventually came out into the audience and climbed up on a table and yeah. then rolled around on the floor a bit. And it was all brilliant. And Sung lots of incomprehensible words. What was great about them, though, we said this at the time, was that um, we didn't know the words. And I wasn't even sure a lot of the words were in English. Yeah. But I still was kind of singing along to them, as everyone was, just like... 
we yeah we get it. Yeah. Like it was kind of just about. I the just wanted to shout things. Yeah. <laughs> ah, <laughs> band Igundo de something. Yeah, but they were absolutely fantastic. And while we're on the point, they're playing at five forty-five again today. Yeah. So if anyone didn't catch them yesterday, do you know where they're at today? I can check. Good. <laughs> it's at Shipwright's Yard. I don't know where that is. I have no idea where that is. It's a place, and they're there. So, yeah, that would be great. just a pub. Even better. Yeah. So, so that was absolutely fantastic. Yep. And from there, we headed for, as we say, a couple of beers in the sun. Yeah. And then on to her. We saw her yeah. at um, Wagner Hall. Yeah. Wagner and Hall. And we... Because looking for it, we finally found it, and we were like, "Oh, it's a, it's a grotty old building." Yeah, um, we should we should put an, on the Instagram a picture of the front of it, and then yeah. a picture of what's going on inside because it looks like a rubbish naff rundown, like Col- like um sports hall or like working men's club or something. Yeah, like it looks yeah. even the sign, just everything. It's got a seventies uh like cigarette package font on the yeah. sign. And it's like, <laughs> Benson and Hedges. Uh, it looks gross, and it's right next to the big car park in the centre of Brighton. Yeah. And we got there, and they said, go around the back. Yeah. So we walked miles, and I was just... Unsure oh, of where it is. Sake, I can't be bothered with this. And, and turning right around that corner when we got there, and looking three into... Of us just went, ooh! Just went, oh, wow! Nice. <laughs> it's just this, this kind of um, hallway... Um, with these white um, walls and like pictures of bands and artists and stuff, and like strip and strobe then, light yeah, things yeah. on the wall. And then as you look right forward, you can just see the band in the distance playing in this garden with all these people and like these nicely trimmed bushes. Yeah, and, like a and green synthetic grass back yeah, to them, yeah. and like everything's lovely lit. And it says the Great Escape in this cool writing, and there says Vivo everywhere. And then we realised that it was a Vivo yeah. event, which. It shouldn't have taken any gloss of it, because I still thought that place was great, and I'm yeah. looking forward to going back again over the weekend. But I did a little bit, you know, it put me off a little bit, Yeah. just when I saw the big glowing Vivo sign, and it shouldn't really. Yeah. Vivo are a good company, we like them. Yeah, but it was, the, it was the cameras going everywhere, it felt like we were on the set of Made in Chelsea. Yeah, and I did think afterwards as well, um, her, who will come on to. They played five minutes twice, yeah, and I'm fairly sure that was for footage reasons. So, her at Wagner Hall or Wagner Hall, um, Vivo Hall, a very smooth band, weren't they? Yeah. Again, I I annoy myself sometimes with my own kind of prejudice, mm. but having realised that we were in a bit of a corporate environment, I suddenly started to enjoy them less and find them a bit more. Mm. polished and corporate as well it, but they were we, great we kept making they? like comparisons like imagine disclosure with suits on but like smoother imagine uh who did we say yesterday um jungle their music yeah. was a little bit jungle but they had no kind of edge to them because yeah. they were very they're they're also yeah. very smooth a little bit like a function band um but so good yeah they're a bit like also uh champs a band i'm a big fan of yeah a bit like that so they oh, had yeah, these maroon great. maroon suits on, yeah, uh, with white trainers. Some of them, um, 
most yeah. of them. Which put, we were all a bit distressed we're, when we really yeah. clocked the white trainers. Not even particularly nice white trainers. Um, and white shirts, and they, they looked cool. Yeah. Like, they were French, but they, they sang in very good accents, yeah. very good English kind of accents. And I think I, I made a recording of one particular part. Right. And I think we should just have a little listen, just to say, you know, in terms of talent... They were fantastic. Was, the voices in that band were incredible. So, you know, a vocal like that, you can't slag off that band. No. They were clearly very, very good. But yeah, maybe not the kind of like you say, the rough edges that I quite like in my music, I feel like that's the personable bit, that's the bit you can kind of connect with because I'm a human who isn't kind of perfect and kind of perfect music where they look perfect and everything's perfect mm. is harder to connect with, I think. Yeah. And then we went on to Frankie Cosmos. Cosmos? Cosmos? Cosmos or Cosmos. I think it's Cosmos. Uh, she did tell us a few times, but... um at the Paganini ballroom. Yeah. Um, and in terms of the kind of being able to relate to someone, they were the complete other end of the spectrum. I yeah. found them really uh, kind of... Endearing, but awkward. Um, a little shy on stage, maybe. And I wondered at one point, is this kind of... She was acting a little too awkward for my liking, as if she coy. was kind of putting it on. Coy. Yeah, I don't know. I felt, I felt it. I, I felt, felt it was genuine. just her humor. I think yeah. it was genuine, but it was her, her humor to be like that. Quite deadpan. Yeah, and pe- pe- some people weren't understanding it really. Um, yeah, there was the crowd in there wasn't quite what it could have been. I felt. no, but I thought they. I went in there with absolutely no idea who they were. I thought I was going to see a, a male solo singer for a bit. Frankie. <laughs> uh, yeah, it turned out to be a. A four-piece sort of garagey rock band, mm. two men, two women, and I really loved them. I thought they um, there was real kind of, uh, like I say, tenderness and vulnerability communicated in kind of garagey music, which is quite a hard thing to do. So we had a quick stop in the Spiegel tent, which in terms of venue, mm. right up there for me. One of my favourite venues yesterday. Yeah. It was well good. It's, it's a big old western kind of... Uh... It's circular. Yeah. It's sort, of a, it's sort of a tent, but it's got wooden floors. It's got it's like a wooden seating... roundhouse. Yeah, it's got like seating booths around the edge. Uh, a stage right in the middle. Everyone stands in the middle of this big circle. Quite a small stage, isn't it? Yeah, it wasn't a big stage at all, actually, interestingly, yeah. for quite a big room. But um, excellent access to bars. Mm-hmm. There's like a cocktail van outside, another tent outside the Spiegel tent, which had big bar. There was like hog roasts going on. Yeah. There was like a big outdoor seating area. That's a five. I Spiegel tent gets a five from me. It's the it's pretty much the only festival part of the whole Great Escape. If in terms yeah. of festivals you go to, yeah, it's the only place that. Screams out there's a festival at Brighton, yeah. really. Well, it's... Because uh, everything else is in bars and pubs and stuff. It's part of the Brighton Festival, isn't it? And yeah. the Brighton Fringe. So 
it's uh, a month-long festival that we have, which is just kind of general arts, a lot of uh, comedy and dance and things like that. Um, mm. So it's part of that, which has been uh, repurposed for The Great Escape this weekend. Um, so it's a bit more solid than you might think of a tent, but it's brilliant. I loved it. Like I say, yeah. five. I would like everyone I want to see for the rest of the weekend to play there, please. <laughs> Change your schedule. Mm. Uh, and from there, no, oh, I should mention. So from so there we saw a bit of Dan Owens, who was like yeah. a westerny kind of guy, who played excellent harmonica. So that was a big tick very for me. Good. Uh, and in his last song, he stamped on the floor a lot, which was kind of cool. Yeah, and it's very, <laughs> yeah, very quick. Um, he hyperventilated into a harmonica. Yeah, uh, and that was good. And then we saw Banff, a little yeah. bit of Banff, not a lot of Banff. First half of Banff. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't stay for the whole set because we were heading off to see yeah. Michael Kiwanuka. Who is quite far away. Yeah, um, in, in St. George's Church. Yeah. Which, as you say, Harry, is about 40 minutes away. Yeah. 40? Uh, I actually meant 20. <laughs> <laughs> it was about a 20-minute walk. Uh, well worth the walk. Mm. Huge old church with kind of uh, an upper tier as well, so we got there and the downstairs was already two, absolutely... Two upper tiers, isn't it? Yeah, that's true, actually. But we got it's to the like, very top. like a bloody and... Wembley. Yeah. <laughs> a Wembley for God. <laughs> God's Wembley. Um, we got to the very, very top and we I think we felt a little bit like we shouldn't be there because <laughs> there was nobody there to begin with. But yeah. also, it's quite far away from everything. Yeah, and you wanted a bit more of the atmosphere. So, yeah, yeah like we said, the bottom was packed and we went to the middle tier. Yeah. Got front row seats yeah. really close to the stage. Just looking down on him. Yeah. And the band. And, well. Yeah. I don't even really know what to say about Michael Kiwanuka's set. Yeah. It's very rare that I, that any live performance gives me chills at all at any point in a set. I literally felt kind of the hair stand up on the back of my neck like three or four times in Mm. that set. He played um, two older songs and that was the highlight of everything. So far. Yeah. It was just magic, wasn't it? Yeah. And I think it was, again, a case where the the venue helped it. It felt... It always feels quite special there, I think. Yeah. And it's there's something about, like, a normal venue, you feel like, well, this is what it's here for. This is just what happens here. Whereas, like, it, it feels like a real one-off occasion when there's a, a gig in a church. I don't know why, but mm. it just does to me. It's like, wow, this will never happen again. And it, it must feel different for a band who are used to playing just normal music venues to suddenly rock up in a church and play to a full congregation. Yeah. I felt like he had to play a shorter set, didn't he? Yeah, he said he was uh, dismayed by when he was told how long he had to play, which was, yeah, I could have... It didn't seem too short in a way, because I think he extended songs yeah. a little bit. I could have watched at least another half an hour of it. Yeah. Because I think he probably only played for 45 minutes, if that. Yeah. And he he's probably used to doing the hour. Yeah. But I think, having said that, that I absolutely didn't leave feeling shortchanged. No. I just left wanting more. Yeah. Which but, is a perfect way to do it. Yeah, exactly. And it was amazing. Mm. Sorry you all missed it if you weren't there. Yeah. And then we just finished and walked into the misty night. So that was day one of... The Great Escape. We are loving it. Next up, 
we have a little interview with Archie of Mind of a Lion, yep. band playing at the Altarscape, I think three times this weekend. Yeah, I think they played yesterday, um, and they play today. Yeah, great band, we'll be seeing them later. Yep. And here he is, Archie. Archie. The sky is black and the bus will see. We plugged into the machine, our machine, the clouds draw over piles of stone. We're in line with a soul show. Hold us down, we see no seas. Lay the ground, consume the trees. The ground is Saying to Harry, I've had like no sleep, so oh, really, we'll see. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Any particular reason, or just no, just yeah, no, I've just been working solidly. Uh, all these festivals coming up, it's just constant work, but okay, I'll get there, yeah, I'll get there. On yeah, top it's of good though. Stuff as well. hey? On top of all the band stuff, mm. main priority, that yeah, you excited? Of course, mate, we're doing um, doing free shows. Uh, I'll escape now. Okay. Yeah, so it's perked up a bit, playing at North Lanes, Molly Malone's, you know. North Lane as in the North Lane brew the pub. House yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's cool. just down the road. Yeah. So um should be good. But my brother is he's like production coordinator for it, so he's booking the band, so Okay. It's a massive help. Yeah. Because it's kind of it's kind of big in there as well, like it could yeah. potentially get quite a few people in, I would think. Yeah, exactly. Well it's free show as well at the Oldscape, so yeah. You so know. where is it like so you go in and there's sort of a big seating area away from to the right of the bar they put in a stage up there yeah so have you been there North I know the pub but I don't know the right, I've never so seen you, a stage in there yeah yeah you go in and it's a massive place where everyone drinks a beer yeah go through and it's just right at the back it's like a big area yeah, for the yeah, stage sure. and that. that's so, pretty good actually I yeah, can imagine perfect. that working well yeah exactly so Archie for the uninitiated how do you pronounce your band's name <laughs> Mind of a lion. Okay, so it's all not, one word. Yeah, Mondivillian. Not Mindafalian. Not yeah. Mind of Leon. How often do you get that? All the time. <laughs> we um, we were just on BBC introducing. Yeah. And we had to we had to email them say this is how we pronounce it. Yeah. It's with spaces. <laughs> In case they introduced you as it live on. on yeah, there. exactly. This is Mindafalian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's how you, Mind of a lion. That's how you pronounce it. If you go on a French tour, will you uh, adopt Mindoff for the on? Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Just get in the crew. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I quite like it, mind Fallon. Yeah. <laughs> it works in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. So you're playing Molly Malone's and North Lane yeah. Brew House? Is that, is that the full name? I'm yeah. not sure. The North Lane. Yeah, it's definitely a brew house. Yeah. So, yeah it's got the big old yeah. keg things in the background. Yeah, so we've got North Lane's. Thursday, Friday, and then we've got Morning Malone's on the Saturday. While we're here, do you want to plug the times? Yeah, so 2.45 till 3.15 on the Thursday and Friday at North Lanes, and then 5.30 at Morning Malone's. Have you ever played those venues? Never. I've been watching a lot of football at Morning Malone's. Yeah. That's about it. But it's yeah. downstairs, so it's, it's a new room as well. Oh, really? Yeah. You're not like on that weird stage above the toilets? The no. really high one. <laughs> Thankfully. Yeah. yeah. 
I didn't even know there was a downstairs there. That's kind of cool. Have you, been there? No. Have you got any idea what... Any idea at all. My brother's gone and checked the venues. Yeah. But, um, that could be good, though, like if yeah. it's a similar size to upstairs, but I think a bit it's clearer. Like, I think it is, yeah. But it could get packed out really yeah. easily. So, yeah. Does it make it any different playing places you never played before? Um... In, in terms of what, the vibe that you're playing and how comfortable it is? Well, kind of. Like, say, for example, uh, you know, places in Brighton, say you're playing Green Door Store, you kind of, you know exactly what that space is. Is it, is it different going into somewhere that's like totally new? It's, yeah, I suppose you can judge it. You can judge how the night's going to go and you have past experiences, obviously, so you think about them. But when you play in a completely new place, it's almost better because, like, say when we played Rock City in Nottingham last year... It was it was quite a big scale, but we were so comfortable because we didn't have any past experience. Yeah. So just all you think about is what you're doing. You don't think about what past experiences have been. You know. Yeah. No. So it's almost a good thing that you play at a place you've never played before. Yeah. No expectations. Exactly. Like it should be. Exactly. You, you yeah. know when a night's no going badly at sticky mics. Like exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And you did uh, alternative escape last year. Yeah, we did it. We played it latest music bar. Um, I like latest music bar. It's a it's yeah. a bit of a divisive uh, venue in Brighton because some people I know don't like being booked there. Yeah, I think I, it's because it's a little bit out of the way, isn't it? Well, Just, it's in Kemptown. Yeah. You know, it's you sort of on a side street near the yeah. beach. I mean, it's a, it's a good placement. I was stage managing there last year. The people yeah. in there are lovely and stuff. Um, but um, yeah, Morning Malone's might yeah might be yeah. a little weird. But. I think it could be like, like I said. I thought I assumed you'd be on top of the toilets, which is always to me just seems like the most bizarre stage what ever. It feels so high. Yeah, as well. yeah. On that road as well, yeah. Western Road. Is yeah. it Western Road or Western yeah, Street? Yeah, Western Road. Yeah. I know West Street, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. One of the streets, <laughs> and it's West. It's like the worst road in Brighton. But yeah, it is. Right next to Yates's. Yates's. Yeah, and the shit spoons. <laughs> yeah. I like that Brian has a, a the nice spoons or shit spoons. Yeah, you take some. Well, I'm in spoons. Which one? Although most of my mates say it's the old person spoons. <laughs> no. What do you reckon is the nice spoons? The one North Lane. Yeah. North Road, rather. The big, yeah. the big old bank one. Yeah. The one by you get weird people in there, though, don't you? Yeah, but compared to the other spoons, yeah. it's it's heaven. It's yeah. better than having two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I really object to the fact that they on a weekend have a a no hat policy inside though. That really do they? irritates do me. They? Yeah. That's a bit weird. Isn't yeah, it? like Who of all the places in? to have a dress code, a weather spoons. Come on, high standards. Come on. Yeah. Although I like to see the hat that really crossed the line. <laughs> like someone yeah. came in with this big jingly hat. They were like, right. "No, we've got to put some rules no down." Hats, right? It's yeah. Brighton. It's one of the, someone comes in with like a big fruit basket on their head. <laughs> but yeah, that is really annoying about it. Yeah. Who do you think runs weather spoons? Uh, someone who's uh, a donor to UKIP. That's a fact. So, that's really? Yeah. <laughs> well, that yeah, makes sense. Of I heard the main reason for the design of the carpets is it's like buses. Have you ever seen like when yeah, you get on a yeah. bus and they like these little red lines? And yeah. Shit? It's to stop them from looking dirty when they get shit on them. Yeah. Yeah, because they're sort of because they just kind of look anyway, dirty. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So what's the thinking behind Brighton bus seats being shaped like a cock? <laughs> <laughs> With a big pink head on the top. <laughs> it's just because Brighton's dirty. Yeah. 
It's also the style of Brighton, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Every Just mate cause... who hasn't been to Brighton, they're like, you're moving to Brighton. It's like, you're getting on it then. <laughs> <laughs> it's new, isn't it? It's really yeah. <laughs> it's weird how far that's gone as well. Like, you can be anywhere in the country or even abroad talking to English people. Like, yeah, I live in Brighton. Oh, do right, you now? Yeah, it must be. Okay, like, are you? <laughs> yeah, the nude things and the gay pride and stuff is obviously a big thing isn't it, in England. And yeah. Everyone knows about that and it spreads it around the world. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah. And how long have you been here? I've been here for about three years now. I came here, my brother went first and I came here um, to go to uni initially, but also to get involved with more people because I was living in High Wycombe, a sort of dead end place. I need to get out. It's a funny old place, Wycombe. You've been to Wickham, haven't you? Yeah. Like, Everyone's been to Wickham, I don't care. I've been to Wickham. So I, I, mine's, oh, purely, mine's purely for football, but like even right. even just um, just like the crowd you get in there is really bizarrely old. I've never been to such an old an old ground before. Like an old it is, it is attendance very old. before. And like, yeah, but talking about the town. Yeah, no, you, but I've been into the town as well, yeah. And yeah. it's just a, it's an interesting part of the world. I mean, I don't know if you... Boys got time for a little story. Yeah, we always got time for for stories. When I was was about 13, 14, we went into town like we do every weekend. And uh, turn up, you know, and these group of lads turn up. So, do you want to fight? Just in the middle of town. Yeah. It was like, my mate, my poor mate, he um, he thought he was, they was asking for a phone. So he was like, no, I don't really need need one, mate. So he thought he was getting rude to him. So they, they started following us about the town and we had to hide yeah. and the security guards got involved turns out they had knives and that's what yeah. Wickham is that's why that's why we need to get out but um, our old base is from Wickham but we needed to we need to just get out and be around the people that are like us you know so yeah. in Brighton it's a lot more creative there's a lot more did you go choose cultures. Brighton before you thought about BIM or did you kind of well Brighton just seemed to be the place. Yeah, Brighton became. Yeah, Brighton was there before BIM, and BIM just so happened to be there. And it was a really, it's, BIM's a really good platform to be on because yeah. again, you're around the sort of people that you want to be around. Yeah, they've um, got great links as well to the city and exactly to the industry. Yeah, and helping out with the band, but also as I said, I've got this work. You know, that's come through BIM because I've yeah. been at Brighton Electric. I've met these people, so um, Brighton's been a massive help, really. It's weirdly, uh, like, for, it's a relatively big city, Brighton, but it's kind of, um, everyone is so, like, interlinked. Like, I started my exactly. work life in London where really? everything feels, like, really disparate and, like, you don't get hookups from anyone, really, because everyone knows, like, a million people who yeah. do everything. Here, like, I talk to, like, three people and then suddenly I've got a job coming in and it's like... Exactly. And it's, it's like, it's not like the com- competition is less, but it's so much more personal you get to get on the next yeah. step with people so much easier yeah. just just the other night when we were out we've like just talked to two random people and yeah. they they really want to be on the podcast and stuff and you talk and everyone seems to have got like things that they're things in common and yeah even if their music tastes completely different then they, they've all been to the same places and they all like know the same things and stuff yeah yeah exactly it's a really tight-knit kind of place even just, yeah like, a large and, scale. and the music scene you know the bands the bands that are playing we're playing the same venues, we bump into each other every time, mm. start making friends with them, and then you can start helping it, helping each other out in the way you do, and then there you go, you've got a yeah. scene. So yeah. it, is, it is like that, because I think as kind of music fans living in Brighton, we always hope 
that it's like that for bands. We like yeah. to think that there's a scene going, but maybe we don't actually know if it feels like that when you're in it. Exactly, yeah. And as much as I say it seems like there is a massive scene, sometimes it's like you go into one gig a week, you know, but then you start to pick up different promoters that are dotting about that you haven't even heard of, but they're putting yeah. on bands from Italy, for example, you know. We just played Sticky Mike's of Acid Box. Yeah. And the bands that are playing there, I've never heard of them. New Candies, 10,000 Russos. Yeah. And uh, Projector, they're a Brighton band, and they're, they're so good. And yeah. I've n- not even heard of these bands. Yeah. And that's what Brighton can bring, you know? Exactly. Well, we went to, uh, we were out on Saturday night, and we went into The Hope. Mm-hmm. And I just I went upstairs just to use the toilet, and there was, yeah. a, there was a band playing upstairs. I was like, oh, this sounds really good. And it was that Black Tapes. I don't know who it was, but it was it was an acid box uh, right. uh, gig. Yeah, and it was they were so, they were incredible. I've I've got no idea who they were, but I sat I, I stood there for like three or four songs. Because I've heard that name recently, and it on. might have just been it might have been because yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Acid box are great. There's so many bands that can just get involved yeah. and then get onto that platform. Yeah. And then we've exactly. got friends who are playing the Great Escape this year. Yeah. and it's. You know, but also, what's interesting is it's this is the first time I've noticed it, but it seems to be crossing over the other way, like. Carl Barrett's playing the Alternative Escape, right? Okay, this so, year. Oh, oh, so like yeah. this weekend in Brighton, and the has become, boys. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, that's right. what the one I saw. So like this weekend in Brighton has just up. become such a big deal that even if you're not on the Great Escape, like you it's can... just all merging into one. Yeah, like, big acts just want to be here. So yeah, like, yeah, exactly. So whatever festival they can go on to, really. You yeah, know. and if it's easier, maybe to get onto that stage as well to that platform then well exactly these big bands who maybe people like Carl Barrett who's got this kind of band that's not really a big thing although they're not really kicking up much fuss I mean if but you're, can if just you're kind Carl Barrett of, then you're exactly you're a big he, he deal, wants to come and play in Brighton then he can just yeah he's got yeah. this way to get talk in about Carl Barrett my, my brother was the guy who put him on actually really yeah he um, he didn't actually know who he was <laughs> and he's, he's put him on and everyone was really impressed with him, you know. He's like, who's Carl Barrett? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. One of the most significant oh, musicians of the last decade. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And he's playing Brighton at Alternative Escape, you know. Yeah. In a pub, right? Is it the Black Line? Yeah. Black Line. Yeah. I was going to do stage managing for that. Yeah. Couldn't get on it. But, it's, yeah. a, it's a good job you're not man, stage managing Carl, I feel like. And yeah. Jack, I, I think he's a bit of a loose cannon. <laughs> yeah, you reckon. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're listening, Carl, we'd love to. Have you on the pod? Um, I did hear. Who knows? I heard him on a podcast a couple of weeks ago. Actually, the do you know Scooby's Pip? Yeah, he's got a podcast. Oh, uh, he called Distraction Pieces, which is really good. He goes and talks to a load of musicians and and actors and comedians and stuff like that. But he had one with Colbert, and actually, he was very uh, surprisingly kind of present. He's just had a kid, so I think he's kind of. um, He did. uh, What's it called? He's realised a bit that he, you know. What's it called when you graduate and you have someone come speak? Your, oh yeah, your commencement speech. Yeah, he, he came and did one in uh, where was it? Was it Warwick Uni? I think he did one there. My yeah. friend's, my friend's brother or something. Did you have anyone good? Feels. Uh, I actually don't think we did at all. I had someone I've never heard of, and he talked. He's talked for so long. It's like <laughs> this is my day. Shut up! <laughs> I don't even know who you are. God, I'm going to be doing that next year. Got to get the robe out and all that. Yeah, is that next year's your graduation year? Yeah, I'm on, I'm on my second year now, and then what's the course you're doing? I'm doing music production, yeah, so the engineering stuff, you know. But That's cool. I feel like because it's University of Brighton, is that? 
No, that's BIM. Oh, that's BIM. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So their their graduation ceremonies, I imagine in my head are just crazy. Like, <laughs> I don't know. BIM, um, it's as I said, it's a really good platform. Yeah. And you know, and uh... yeah, I kind of regret not going down that route. Actually, with the, I, I feel like you've had. Whereas I did music and stuff at another uni, I had to audition as well. Yeah. And it was very kind of classical. There was a lot, there was, it wasn't really the place I wanted to be in the end. Yeah, um, exactly. And it feels like you've, you've had, you've, there's more doors have maybe opened for you by going there. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, the fact that I'm doing music production, it's not, as I'd say, the, the proper BIM. You know, the proper mm. BIM was based on the songwriting courses and the guitars yeah. and yeah. Uh, that's not what I wanted to go down because that's not what I see will educate me. What I will see is like a real, a real sort of, you know, a real job. I think you've done the right thing in that. Yeah. From, you know, I've got quite a lot of, I'm completely musically inept. I can't play anything, but I've got quite a lot of musicians in my family. Yeah. Of relative levels of success. And to have a career as a musician if you're going to have that, you don't. No one cares if you got a degree in that. Yeah. But you know, to go down the production end, that's actually really got a vibe relevant and worthwhile yeah. thing to have de- done with your time. Even if the degree doesn't matter, you're still you're still in the studios. You're still Skills. meeting the engineers, yeah. and they're doing big bands. Yeah. And as we were saying earlier about the cup of teas, you know, that's how you'll get into it. Yeah. And that's not to knock off the songwriters and stuff. The session musicians still there you know yeah. that's that's a big workplace but depends what route you want to go down and stuff isn't exactly it? exactly you know some people put all their eggs in one basket and maybe going down that kind of route in like specific things yeah yeah but uh yeah. But what I've learned is just keep all options open say yes to yeah. everything and do what you can yeah and then you'll start picking up stuff definitely you didn't even know from you know you know it's a it's a very nice thing to say yeah it's can do attitude so I guess just a quick thank you you have been not quite our first guest, our second guest, yeah. but that's still a pretty prestigious uh, position to be. Yeah, in. about that, boys. Yeah. So, thank you so much for being here. Do you have anything that you want to uh, drop a little mention for before? So, first off, um, the alternative escape coming up. We've got North Lanes. We're playing Thursday and Friday at two thirty, um, and then we've got Molly Malone's on the Saturday at five thirty. Um, but also we've just released the EP so it's on all platforms you can check it out we're a new yeah. band to Brighton please check it out um, it's great I I yeah. listened to it for the first time today it's on Spotify which is obviously the yeah. probably the way most people yeah. access it and it's yeah. really really good it's on it's on the iTunes and everything yeah cheers for that yeah very good yeah we recorded it at Brighton Electric with Ben Hampson it was um, it's a really good experience four days four tracks get in there yeah. DIY yeah that's yeah, exciting. So you could do like a, a new EP every week, right? Well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it out. Yeah. The production value yeah. on that is is fantastic. Yeah, that is. When you hear it on a big sound system as well, he's done a very good job. Yeah, yeah it was a really good experience to be involved in. Um, also, I just want to say quickly, I've seen you live, and your energy live is electric. And if you can really go and see these guys, do Thanks, because man. yeah, yeah. we enjoy yeah we enjoy the night. You know, yeah, the people involved. Yeah, is is there a? Do you have like a pre-gig ritual? Anything that you like go through to no, get pumped? Not we, at all. We need to get one. We do sound check. We chat to the bands, have a beer, and get on. But we um, we like the whole fact that we just we get on with it, and 
you know we treat we treat a gig very special we we like yeah. to involve the crowd we like to make it a night you know um and we have fun yeah you know so get down sounds amazing i will be at least one of the gigs this weekend experiencing it for the first time and i'm, very, I'm yeah. very excited i appreciate it yeah so i guess thank you very much for coming on tracks and it's been a pleasure thank you boys yeah we'll see you at tracks game TGE Friday, 2016, May the 20th. 20th, yeah. Rubbish. (laughs) Um, So, right at the top of my list for today is, I don't know why I always stitch myself up with uh, names that I can't say. (laughs) Forever doing it. Apologies to any, for any offence caused. Fatumata (laughs) Diawara. Uh, I can. I think Diawara is right. Yeah. Uh, so, this is a female solo artist uh, from Ivory Coast, I believe, Malayan parents, uh, but very much African influenced music. Uh, like I say, acoustic, amazing vocal. I feel like uh, sometimes on the second day of a festival, I'm someone who will generally be drawn towards bands and the kind of louder acts yeah. uh, but sometimes on a second day of a festival it's nice to have a little bit of uh, down not downtime that's the wrong thing just something you can really relax into and like wash over you and just Chill enjoy yeah. uh, and she's really great I believe is starting to get a bit of hype okay. I'm excited to see her and I think we should have a little listen to uh, one of her better songs which again I don't really know how you say it Soar I'm going to say S-O-A-R no S-O-W-A okay Soar <laughs> Soar <laughs> anyway cool. I, I can say it how she sings it lovely Soar there you go then yeah. that's the answer you don't really need to go and see her anymore because I've just <laughs> You've brought the magic the to your ears um, but yeah, it's a really good track. Uh, she, I should mention where she's playing. So it's eight forty-five, Friday, the twentieth of May, at the Old Market, and I think it's a, a, a must-see. Right, take it away. Fatimata. Ibe kona ta segena kidi wolo segena kikano la mo abada 
Kataga la mola, ibo di la mola, kika noto no dun abada. Sa ah, 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 So what? So what? Anything else you've got on your list? Haroldo? There is indeedy. Indeedy doody. Uh, this one I can't really say either. Um, it's... Why are we illiterate? <laughs> it's... It's Bayon. B-A-Y-O-N-N-E. Bayonne. I'm so sorry if big Bayonne. fans are really upset with my pronunciation. but um, Bayonet. Bayonet. Uh, they are from the United States. Uh, his name is Roger Sellers, and he is a kind of electronic composer kind of man. Atmospheric um, music. Um, I've just read here, he is not a DJ. Um, so I don't ever say he is. Yeah, that is that seems to be something that he doesn't want to be known as. Um, <laughs> Press release says, I am not a DJ. <laughs> But I really enjoy him. He seems like the kind of late night vibes kind of person. Um, because he's a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's kind of um, looping things. Um, DJing things. Does have a vocal over it. It's kind of, yeah, imagine somebody with some, an 808 drum, just looping things in and then some then some man synths and stuff. And it's, okay. it's kind of relaxed. Think kind of bonobo, but a little bit more... Um, Party-ish. Okay, maybe so, that's wrong to say. I don't know, but um, and I know. You, I, well, I assume you haven't seen him before. Nope. But uh, are we? I've only heard, I think, two songs. Are we expecting just one guy on stage, sort yeah. of doing it all? I am. Yes, a one-man show. Yeah. Like I say, I've like only it. seen two songs of his because I can't actually find much more about him. But he he excites me with those two songs, so that is, I think, a good thing. He plays um, on the Friday at 8 until 8.30 at the Jubilee Gardens, which is a nice nice place to play. And then the Saturday at the Unitarian Church as well, which is... I don't know where that is. That is opposite the Mash Tun, the big, the big church. Oh. Mm. Okay, so yeah, I'm uh, going to play a little song called Spectralite. pick Tim my next pick is in heaven one word in heaven in heaven in heaven in heaven uh, they are a band I found a while ago via tough love yeah who were mentioned yesterday similar kind of thing kind of shimmery surfer rock um, bit grungy but not too much basically the kind of stuff that I'm predisposed to like uh, they're from South East London, so this is a relatively close home gig. I think they might well have a bit of a following. It's at 9 o'clock at the Green Door Store, which is always a kind of cool venue for people who don't know. It's under the railway arches of Brighton Station. Um, two kind of 
give them further endorsement as if Trax's seal of approval wasn't enough. Yeah. Julian Casablancas of The Strokes is a big fan, released uh, their first single, which is the one we're going to listen to in a second, Regeneration, came out on his label. Okay. Um, so they are kind of emerging a bit. So this this is a small room, maybe an opportunity to see them in a smaller venue than they will be playing in in the near future. Mm. Uh, but yeah, if you like Tough Love, you'll like it in heaven. And um, I'm going to be there. I'll be there too. <laughs> no, you won't. Tracks in it out. You're not in mine. <laughs> I got a ticket. I got a ticket. <laughs> I'm shouting at the bouncer. He's not invited. <laughs> I said he wasn't allowed. <laughs> finish off today's recommendations of bands we should see we're going to do another quick run through of uh, naming and acclaiming <laughs> I think it has a different thing every time you say it name and acclaim is good I like that one too yeah anyway so three each number one go okay so number one is Cakes the Killer making a bit of a bit of noise in the um, hip hop scene at the moment uh, playing at 7 till 7.30 at the Arch. Cakes to Killer. The embodiment of Keisha, suntanning on the beach. Bitches popping on the net, but they ain't stunting in the streets. I'm posted up overseas, limousines on breeze. New veneers when I'm peeing on the foreign shopping street. Like, oh yeah, I need that. Bitches believe that. Think you pulling out? I'ma need the receipt that. A little Watson set, China banging a wave cap. Trey, get out of pocket, got to block and delete that. But um, not forget that I'm here to flip that. With the thoroughbred A-Rab in my neck sack. Just watch me take a selfie in a Michigan snapback. Cause you like that picture, that don't mean I'm a right back killer. She back. My first one is going to be Boo Seeker. Uh, they are a self-proclaimed Dreamtronic duo, uh, a bit kind of electronic, electronic-y, James Blakey kind of vibe. Uh, seems to be a duo, Australian. I think that'll be great. They're playing 11:30 to 12 at Sticky Mics. In a highlight, but it's happened here To deeper waters in the depth below Brighter colors that are plain and clear Warmer summers than the ones I know Been a sucker for the king leader But now the kingdom is the one I roam Thicker layers from the moon Okay, so um, my next one is Me and My Drummer uh, They're from Berlin uh, I've only heard the one song, uh, Blue Splints of You, and it sounded kind of um, western, and I like the, the swing of it. The swing of it. Um, I don't like the band name, that's very disrespectful to the drummer. Yeah, it Me is. <laughs> and Me, and this thingy. guy doesn't even have a name, he's just a drummer. Um, they're playing at 3.15 to 3.45 at Horatio's. 
a name we've said many times. They're playing a lot. Um, they also played a lot. That's a venue. They also did play on Thursday at midday at the Brighthelm. Okay, uh, but that's too late for all of you. <laughs> if you're if you're reading this, it's too late. <laughs> all night long, wrap me up and glue. I'm inside a paper bag. You can sell chicks like me on the second is holy-esque two words right and they are i'm undecided as to whether i think they're good or really annoying the instrumentally they're quite interesting um again the kind of stuff i always go for indie band but i haven't decided yet whether i think the vocalist has a kind of cool raspy voice or just the most annoying delivery i've ever heard I feel like I need to make my mind up on that and therefore I want to see them to decide if it's annoying to me or not Uh, but they play immediately after In Heaven at Green Door Store so I'm going to be there anyway might as well hang around and check them out stay about it's holy-esque if any of you have an opinion on whether they're annoying or good let us know So my last pick is a band that you told me about uh, called Blossoms, and um, they are playing at Wagner Hall, <laughs> or Wagner Hall, 11.30am and then 11.30pm. So it's kind of, what, 11.30, that's kind of a headline kind of slot, isn't it? Yeah. Later, later at night. And um, they are making quite a bit of noise at the moment. A lot yeah. of radio play. They've been, I think they won... The or were on the shortlist for BBC Sound of 2016 2016. and And Spotify one as well. Spotlight, yeah. So they're and MTV, and they're getting so they're certainly getting critical acclaim. They get a lot of airplay and mentions on Six Music at the moment. Um, yeah, but again, a bit like uh, Holy Esque, as I was just saying, I'm a bit undecided on them. Yeah, well, I want to see them to kind of go and I feel like if they're getting this much hype, there must be something there, right? Yeah. I will definitely go to check them out and see what the hype is about. Don't believe the hype! Today is probably one of the biggest names playing at the Friday of the Great Escape, which is why we haven't featured them more prominently. Yeah. But they are 
Band of Skulls, a name which I'm sure a lot of our listeners will be uh, familiar with. Mm. If you want, if you're not, and you're wondering what do they sound a bit like, they're kind of that very sort of southern USA, uh, not quite bluesy rock, but think uh, think Jack White. Are they American? Yes, I believe so. Think Jack White, think Alabama Shakes, think um, Black Keys. They're that kind of vibe. Oh, um, I didn't know that. But they're very good. Okay. And, yeah, one of the biggest, certainly the biggest names on Friday's lineup. Lovely. So as I'm looking at where they're playing, it says quite clearly here in front of me that they're not American. I correct myself. Okay. They are from the United Kingdom, but they've still very much got that sound. And they play Concord too. On Friday okay. at 9.15. Hi, ho, triple cycle. I got a feeling like a tired of flow. But I know what I am, they know what the are, so let me be. Gasoline, saccharin. I got no reason for the state I'm in. But I know what I am, they know what the are, so let me be. Hotel, Taco Bell. I got the hit that you know damn well. But I know what I am, they know what the are, so let me be. Go and it might it it might not work for you, but have a look at your list and stuff. See a name that looks good, and just go and check them out. If if because I've just seen a name here called um is it Let's Eat Grandma? Let's Eat Grandma. I don't know anything about them, but I like the name, and I might check them out. It's a good um it's a good tip because there's also a band that I. I think actually might be playing on Friday as well, but haven't made my top five. This lot are at 1am as well. There's a band called Have You Ever Seen the Jane Fonda Aerobic VHS? Wow. I think that's a great band name. And they do play Friday. They play in the Queen's Hotel at half two in the afternoon. Wow. And just for the name alone, I have no idea if they're good. It sounds like I might like them. 80s <laughs> dream pop, rock and roll with a bit of 60s girl and soul. So, this says uh, they create imaginative and original music that crosses the worlds of pure pop and progressive weirdness. Which the latest music, but we're just <laughs> talking about two people at the same time, confusing all the listeners. So I think it's time to wrap up this episode. We have been tracks at Great Escape. We're having a lovely time. We hope you are too. Sun we... is out. Sun's out. Guns out. <laughs> Harry's bums out. <laughs> Put it away. <laughs> Um, have a lovely day and we'll see you tomorrow goodbye bye